Hi, everyone, and welcome to the State of State Schools podcast. I'm your host, John Stamper, Christian author, former homeschooler, and former public school teacher. Once a week, I'll give a quick recap of the most important headlines in education and pull back the curtain on what's really happening in our kids' schools. If you're a teacher, parent, or homeschool family, this podcast is for you. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode number 14. In this special episode, I want to answer a simple question that a lot of parents and a lot of teachers might have. And that question is, where did gender ideology come from? Transgenderism and pronouns are completely dominating our schools, but it's not a new concept. It's not a new discovery. Gender ideology is not something that scientists are just now finding out about. And, you know, we've had it wrong this whole time. Gender ideology has been around for almost 100 years. And I just want to provide a little background information so you know exactly what you and your kids are dealing with and where it comes from. Now, I do want to warn you, some of the information and the research practices that I'm going to talk about are sexual in nature. They're disturbing. They're sad. They're graphic and they're tragic. So let's start with the word gender which comes from the Latin word genus, which means class, kind, sort. It also means sex, a category meaning either male or female, into which sexually reproducing organisms are divided on the basis of their reproductive roles. So gender is directly related to biological sex. However, nowadays, if you look up the definition of gender, It'll say something about gender roles being a social construct. You know, the new trend is for Webster's Dictionary to change definitions of words based on social trends. But the only thing that's actually socially constructed here is this woke definition of the word. Nevertheless, the origin of the word is clear. Gender is directly linked to sex and reproductive roles. Of course, the biblical answer to gender is found in Genesis 1 and 27, where we see that God created humans, male and female. But the gender ideology and gender theory that we're dealing with today definitely is not in line with biblical teaching. The two big names that you need to know are Alfred Kinsey and John Money. Kinsey started the Kinsey Institute for Research and Sex, and John Money is known as the pioneer of sexual identity. Alfred Kinsey was an entomologist, sexologist, and a professor. He graduated from Harvard in 1920, and that same year he became an assistant professor of entomology at Indiana University, where he met his future wife. Kinsey was not a scientist, and he used unethical research methods, such as coercing his research subjects and manipulating data. His research also included disproportionate amounts of prison inmates, sex offenders, pedophiles, and prostitutes. Kinsey held three particular views. One, that sexuality was on a continuum in all sexual activities, including incest, sodomy, pedophilia. They're all natural, healthy, and acceptable. Two, he believed that 10% of the population is homosexual. And three, that children are sexual from birth. 
Kinsey would often take his university students on field trips where they would discuss sex. This is also where he began a homosexual relationship with one of his male students. In the 1930s, Kinsey started a marriage course and began documenting the sexual histories of his students. The Kinsey Institute for Sex Research was founded in 1947, at which time Kinsey began photographing and recording his staff members engaging in sexual activity in the attic of his home. Now, during his research, Kinsey was also known to engage in homosexual activities with his male participants, despite the fact that he was married with four children. Kinsey believed that all humans are born bisexual, and he alleged that 95% of men were guilty of rape, sodomy, incest, adultery, homosexuality, public exposure, or fornication, and that this type of behavior was normal for men. And he believed that since these sex acts were quote unquote normal, that penalties for sex offenders should be reduced. Kinsey's view on women was that they were either promiscuous or sexually repressed because of marriage. Kinsey's view on women even inspired Hugh Hefner to found Playboy, which sexualized women and promoted promiscuity as opposed to traditional marriage. Hefner used his financial success of Playboy to support the Kinsey Institute, as well as to help pass drug laws, abortion laws, sex laws, and laws about getting new sex ed into schools. Kinsey's most troubling research was with children. He claimed to have recorded boys and girls having orgasms at just four months old. Kinsey said that boys enjoyed being manually and orally stimulated by the pedophiles he interviewed, even if the child cried or had violent reactions. Now, what most would call rape, Kinsey would call sex play because the child gave consent. Kinsey even testified in defense of child molesters advocating for their immediate paroles because social hysteria over child molestation was more harmful to the children than the actual molestation, according to Kinsey. Now, on this topic, Kinsey stated, quote, It is difficult to understand why a child, except for its cultural conditioning, should be disturbed at having its genitalia touched, or disturbed at seeing the genitalia of other persons, or disturbed at even more specific sexual contacts, end quote. He also stated, quote, children are sexual and potentially orgasmic from birth, womb to tomb. They are unharmed by incest, adult child sex, and often benefit thereby, end quote. To date, the Kinsey Institute at Indiana University has not released the records of the child sex data collected by Kinsey, which means he never reported instances of child rape to law enforcement. Now, it's also notable that the current sex ed programs in our K-12 schools are based on Kinsey's research. You know, on the topic of using and abusing children, the Bible says in Luke 17, 2, quote, it would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck 
and he were thrown into the sea than that he should offend one of these little ones, end quote. Now, let's talk about John Money. John Money was a psychologist and sexologist who built his work off of Kinsey's research. John Money coined the terms gender role, gender identity, and sexual orientation. He also graduated from Harvard in 1952 and founded the Gender Identity Clinic at Johns Hopkins University in 1966. He was known for working with people who were born with genital abnormalities. And he believed that gender was not confined to just male and female, but that there were more than two genders. His quote-unquote gender gate theory states that children are born gender neutral and parents have about two years from birth to influence them one way or another. Money supported transgenderism and believed gender was learned and gender was fluid rather than being tied to biological sex. His opinion was that if a man believes himself to be a woman, that was reason sufficient for him to be given the right and the medical means to be a woman. John Money is perhaps most well-known for his involvement in the case of the Reimer twins. In 1965, Money worked with the Reimer family, who had eight-month-old twin boys, Bruce and Brian. One of the boys, Bruce, had a botched circumcision. The family came to Money seeking help, and Money's solution was to castrate the child, give him sex hormones, surgically remove his testes and his penis, and give him artificial female genitalia. This is 1965. Bruce was renamed Brenda, given estrogen to promote breast development, and was forced to wear dresses and play with dolls. Now, as part of John Money's therapy process, he would have the two young brothers assume sex positions with each other. He would then take photographs of the children and invite his colleagues to look on. Money would verbally abuse the children if they refused to cooperate. To reinforce Bruce slash Brenda's gender identity, Money would show him pictures of naked adults, calling it, quote, healthy childhood sexual exploration, end quote. When Bruce slash Brenda was 14 years old, his father finally told him the truth, that he was born a boy, not a girl. To Bruce, this finally made sense. He decided to change his name to David and reclaim his life as a man. He had a double mastectomy and began hormone treatments. David eventually wrote a book about his experiences and even appeared on the Oprah Winfrey show to discuss the dangers of gender identity. Despite his attempts at living a normal life, David suffered from depression and psychological trauma. And at the age of 38, David committed suicide. As for his twin brother, Brian, Brian suffered from schizophrenia and also killed himself two years prior. The boy's mother also attempted suicide and the father fell deeper into alcoholism. Now, even though John Money is guilty of this horrifying and tragic medical malpractice, he's still celebrated as the pioneer of sexual identity. So parents, teachers, when you hear the terms gender identity, 
gender theory, sexual orientation, gender roles, gender fluidity, transgenderism, you can directly link all of these terms with the work of Alfred Kinsey and John Money. And ask yourself, should we as a society celebrate these theories that were created by sexually perverted deviants like Alfred Kinsey and John Money? And should schools be teaching this stuff to our children? Now, I encourage you to research these men on your own, but just consider how sickening their work is and then consider how celebrated it is in our society and in our culture and even in our schools. So I know this is heavy information. It's really shocking and depressing. So I want to remind you all that the Bible says Jesus came to give good news to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to set the captive free, and to set at liberty them who are bruised. Jesus said that Satan comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So there is an alternative to the bad news and the gender confusion, and we have cause to be hopeful. Well, that's all I have for you. I hope uh, this information was helpful. I hope it helps you understand the background of gender ideology. Thanks, everybody.